1: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: Hello, and welcome to Hardcore Listing with Christmas June.
1: Hello, you alright?
0: I'm very well, thanks.
1: Serious uh, start there.
0: That was a very serious start. Yeah. Um, it was a s- serious episode. Is it?
1: We haven't recorded it yet. We haven't. No, it's the okay. first. We're recording the intro before we've recorded the podcast because we are... Um, Busy boys. ...jetting off to um, Dublin. To Can do... you
0: jet to Dublin? It's not far. What? I don't know. When do you take a jet and when do you just fly take a plane? I don't know. Yeah.
1: We're taking a plane to Dublin. Mm. Um, with, um With Scroobies Pippikins, Pippi Pippi Lom Stoppins. To do a couple of um, live shows. And do some have little podcast throughout the day as part of the Dublin Podcast Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, massive thanks to him for, for some reason, paying for us to go over there and
0: get leathered in a hotel, <laughs> and then record a drunk cast yeah. at eleven o'clock at night.
1: Yeah, um, that's well, your problem now, yeah. mate. That's all I'm <laughs> you, were, say. you can pick up the fucking pieces. Shouldn't have invited us to the party. Um, right, today's guest is um, a fucking top lad, and um, from a incredible band Um, could have been any member of this band because um, they're all just fucking gems they're all just absolute fucking diamonds Um, and for a band that that started out 10 years ago writing infectious kind of spiky um, indie guitar tunes to then develop and mature and grow into one of the most Exciting, inspiring, significant guitar acts um, of, of, of recent years. Um, it's an absolute privilege to have um, Hugo from the Maccabees as our wow. guest today. Um, yeah, he's uh, an, an absolute fucking... going to be tough.
0: Um, we've not done the interview yet, but it's going to be tough not to fanboy out. We've been absolutely—I think—we've been spoilt with our sort of uh, our, our guests recently yeah. uh, from the, the from the music world. Got some more, and I can't more wait. to come as I well. Can't wait to meet Hugo and um, and yeah, talk about his top five. You'll love him.
1: you love him. I've, I've obviously, he's as I'm sure we talk about in there. We've, we've done lots of club nights and such together, and they've played gigs, secret gigs for us and stuff, and it's the stories are going to be fucking brilliant and, and obviously we, we go in on, I would have thought we will go in on the fact that our mutual friend Matthew Horn, um, mm-hmm. was the kind of, the, the key to all of this so there, there's going to be some exciting little stories mm-hmm. in there and um, yeah, and, and I guess he'll, he'll talk about being in a band with his brothers, I mean obviously Felix um, is in the band and as, as well as that um, Will, his other brother yeah. um, uh, you know, w- was in and out the band, I believe, over the years. Um, but we- we'll find out more, and I'm sp- we're, all, we're just speculating as to how this podcast is going to go. Yeah. But um, he might cut one of us. Yeah, he might open us up like a bag of crisps. <laughs> um, I'm sure he won't because he's fucking lovely. But um, yeah, so before we make a start, we should shout out to our um, our good friends, producer seventy six. Brad Acton who deals with our YouTube and our camera filming stuff. And um the pod himself, um, Scroobius Pippi, Pippi King who reintroduced and, and he's he's obviously recorded with, with Hugo as well. And I think we may even um tie the release dates up with yeah. these. Um maybe not. Again it's all, all guesswork, um, <laughs> to uh be a bit of a glass in there. Um but yeah, it was it was uh Pip that said yeah you should get in touch with Stu and do Stu's mm. one and um so it's come about like that. So thanks to Pip for that and um thanks to all the other lovely people on the Distraction Pieces network who
0: Thank- are Dr. Saucy George.
1: Yeah Jason Reed Jason
0: Reed and Jim Smallman.
1: Yeah so go and check out their podcasts I'm sure you have already if not go and check them out you schlags and enjoy Hardcore Listing with Chris Stew and Hugo White from the Maccabee. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Chew present Hardcore Listing. The podcast. How you doing, Chris? You're right? smashing. Good, Thank good. Thank you very much. Um, we are we are at Acast today, um, not not the within. No, we've um, we've ventured up to to Shoreditch, and with good reason.
0: They've um, let you out, haven't they?
1: Yep, yep. Finished work half day, and uh, wearing a, a a kind of blazer and t-shirt. Kind of combo. You've gone smart uh, cash today, yeah, haven't you? Yeah, my um, my colleague said um, if I had a pair of kind of jazzy specs on, I'd look like Elton John. <laughs> I'm a little bit disappointed <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, right, I'm I'm not going to um, faff around too much. So I'm just um, going to introduce today's guest, which um, which is going to be cracking. Um, we've got um, Hugo White. Um, hey. oh, <laughs> not from the Maccabees, though, is it? It's. Uh, yeah, uh, are, well, are you ex, from the Maccabees, or ex, are you? Uh,
2: ex. Um, Maccabees, I guess. I don't know what what is it. Yeah, that's know. a kind of new thing that yeah, I'm yeah. trying to work out.
1: Hugo <laughs> from yeah. the Maccabees a few months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And and you yeah. can just be name Hugo. As well. be He's completely now. okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <Just> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, that's a new new title that one. Okay. <laughs> is it all good though? Yeah, all good. I mean, like last, um, it was only two months ago, maybe the last final shows and. Which was amazing, you know, we did that Ali Pali three yeah. times, and it was, so it was just this, like, it was it was a weird way to end it being bigger than we'd ever been, you know? Yeah. So it was like this really bittersweet thing yeah. of, like, having all this, prep, you know, ending the band, kind of, wait. we almost had, like, a year between we ended it and mm-hmm. the last shows, and then, you know, this whole thing, and then when you start rehearsing again to do these big shows, you're kind of like... This is actually, like, it's quite, I quite like playing these songs. You know, it's not, maybe there was nothing wrong with this. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it starts running through your head. Yeah, and then um, and then doing the shows, which are just incredible. It was yeah. just a really kind of weird emotion of of like knowing it being so amazing, but knowing that it was the last Final. But then it kind of that made it special, and I think that even that situation just you, we wouldn't have been in that situation if we hadn't have ended it you know that yeah and it was an amazing experience to do and, yeah and actually the band you know it was it kind of I I feel like it was a good thing that we we made that decision and yeah we were kind of bold with it and saw it through and yeah it's, it's a cracking um, venue yeah Annie Pelly to do it in as well so yeah, yeah amazing yeah it was it was good good time
1: because we've 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 known each other what maybe
2: for a long time. Yeah, We're
1: five six years maybe. Yeah, but,
2: well, since I've yeah maybe even more than that.
1: Well, I was thinking about sure. it because I, I don't think I've probably seen you for maybe two years, something like that. Yeah. Um, I think I like it. Might have been your fee. Did you go Public Enemy at Coco? Um, I may have. I can't
2: remember. I've, Actually, I don't know. It might that might have been fee. I think it was fee. He was there with yeah, Gary. That sounds about and, right.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> But, yeah, I first, I think I first met you. Can you remember when you was about to put out Wall of Arms? Yeah. And you played the secret gig for us at 333. Oh,
2: yeah, well, Mm. which is, yeah, that feels like a long time. Yeah. That's seven years at least.
1: Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. And that
2: was... (laughs) It's got to be 2010.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, seven years, fucking hell. And that was... Because we met through Matthew Hong. Yeah, yeah. And um, who at the time had done the video for No Kind Words. Yeah, yeah, mm.
2: that's all making sense, yeah. Yeah,
1: and then we was doing a night, me and Matt was doing a night for, it was the first sort of thing we'd done in London, and it was, it was oh. at Free Free Free, and it was with XFM at the time. And yeah. then I can't think we'd had, I can't even think we played the launch, but then it said, oh, I think the Maccabees are going to do a, Secret gig and it was like fuck off oh, seriously. That
2: was the start of the club night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Then, okay, and that continued and then moved to the Queen of Oxton and then we were DJing. And, and
1: yeah, and yeah. You all, well that gig when you played at 333 you was literally playing on the floor. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. there was no stage, was there? I don't know if you can remember it. <laughs> yeah, but, can, um, yeah. But I couldn't get in to see it, and I was thinking it's my fucking show, and I couldn't <laughs> yeah. actually get in. It was. Fucking crazy busy, and I just
0: thought you were carrying a bit more (laughs) (laughs) weight.
1: But it was one of the things we was told we couldn't announce anything, and it was all like super super secret squirrel. And then, like, about four o'clock or something, we could say it, and then it just spread. And You had some loyal fans, man, because word went round like that, and it was like rammed like well sharpish. It was first time I saw
0: you guys was at um, a secret gig, actually, um, at the Great Escape. Uh, and that was two thousand and eight or something like that.
2: Which what can you remember? Where it was no,
0: <laughs> I can't. I was yeah. It was it was really it was spectacular though. Oh nice. I can't remember the size of the venue. It wasn't it wasn't a huge venue, yeah, but that's um, the
2: sort of thing we probably would have done like five or six sort of shows around yeah, yeah. that weekend or something like that. Oh, it's wicked! Yeah. Great
0: escape. I used to love going down. I haven't been. Are they still doing it?
2: I haven't been. I, um, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I think it's still going well. It's like. Yeah, it's one of those, I think it was good for Brighton. Well, because Brighton's got so many venues in such a small space, doesn't it? So it just makes sense, doesn't it? And that
1: was one of my favourite nights ever DJing was, I don't know if you can even remember this one, but you headlined the NME tour at the Dome. Yeah. Me and Matt had launched in Brighton that night, and Uh, you come down, you and your brother Will DJed at the, it was called New Era. Right. And, um, and you turned... Uh, t- to launch this yeah. indie club night, it couldn't have gone any better. You turned up with the drums, Bombay Bicycle oh, Club and the yeah, Big Pink. I do, wow. yeah. And I remember I walked into the room and you was DJing with Will and <laughs> all of the bands were all just going mental on the dance floor. I've got a brilliant photo of it as well yeah, and you was playing Dirty Diana... Yeah my right. Michael Jackson oh, that's awesome. Passive. and Passive. the place Passive. was going off oh, and I remember Mike. thinking it hey, don't get any better than this <laughs> this is fucking oh, great amazing. <laughs> that was the height of it Yeah, the height of the band so uh, <laughs> but yeah and then obviously you were always coming and hanging out at the Queen yeah and, yeah, and Matt Snyder yeah
2: well we were really close with Matt as well and yeah. so you know we're always around and that stuff yeah, yeah
0: it was a cool video yeah. that was um, no kind words
2: yeah it was wicked yeah. oh, you did a
0: good
1: job there absolutely Absolutely. yeah
0: that must have been before then I started doing stuff with you at Queen Hooks and then I wasn't oh god yeah a
1: long 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 time before that yeah, yeah. it's a
0: good venue though it's cool that it was mm. a good set up there yeah, having like the live some,
1: music downstairs and whatnot. we did have some good nights in there yeah, yeah when did
2: that stop you, you don't do that anymore though. no about, probably about two years ago right
1: um yeah I reckon it's about, about then yeah but um kind of yeah they were you, good nights like, yeah then, they? I had, I had lots of fun now yeah but, um but okay, well look, um so thanks loads for doing this. Um it's right, it's nice you. to catch up with you and have a and have yeah. a chat. Um so what are you gonna choose for your your top five today, Hugo? Well,
2: I basically what uh I was, when, when I thought, but when I was thinking about it, I was like, with like top fives, it's not really, I'm not really like a top five person. Yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you this now that I'm already here. (laughs) But like, like in terms of like, I don't, I'm not, I don't support a football team. I don't have like, I don't know, even with like, I probably struggle even to have like my top five movies, you know, or like, but then with music, you know, I can, I can figure it out. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah but um so i so I chose uh top five stories behind songs, or like so songs that which I guess is still quite loose quite a loose topic, but like songs where you would uh even if it's not directly in it, like uh a song that you love or something, and then you find out that actually the you know the state of or the situation in which it was written or the yeah. Like how it came about, and um or you know, the, like the meaning was kind of twisted, so that everyone that listens to the song and loves the song thinks it's about something, but actually the truth is it's not about that at all, and everyone's just made it up, you know. Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. Been fooled into thinking it's a love song, and it's yeah. it's not. It's a hate song, you <laughs> know, that yeah. kind of thing. But, I'm, um, I'm,
1: I'm looking forward to that because it, it, like, literally when you mentioned that one, just shot straight to the front of my head, and I just thought. And, and then, <laughs> do you want to start with some of these then? Do you want to yeah, yeah, do, wanna yeah, do yeah. a few? Let's do, yeah, yeah? do one. So you, I'll, I'll let you start. So if you want to do one that is misunderstood, then
2: okay. Well, should I go? Should I go into the list then? So I, I what start? do you want? Do you want to or misunderstood? Okay, like let's go. So pick one I of have? your
0: one of your titles, and
2: that we'll go for it from yeah. there. I reckon. Yeah. Okay. Any ones that you think All right. Okay, so, this, so the, what, the first, my first one? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> right, a song called um, To Know Him Was To Love Him, which was by Teddy Bears, which was is not a band that I <clears throat> really know of, but I, I kind of heard the story at some point. But it's like an old, it's like 60s uh, song that was produced by Phil Spector. It was kind of his band, I think. that, um, And he... And so the song's kind of like, uh, it feels like it's been changed to be like, uh, it feels like a love song or it's like kind of pining after this guy or something. You know? Did you expect to write it? I th- yeah, he wrote the song, yeah. right. And, but I think it was around the time where he was like kind of a puppet master of, of like groups, you know, and basically trying to yeah. just making making hit singles. Yeah. You know, that was all it was about, just get making these records that were going to be I mean, he the means he done that
1: was was quite scary, <laughs> <Yeah>. but he <laughs> got results, didn't he? Definitely this, got this some probably, results.
2: Yeah, this is probably a kind of insight to you know how it's just like how it kind of anything goes, I guess. But the the story behind it is that his uh, to know him was to love him was the uh, what was written on his dad's gravestone. So he he and he kind of took that title, <laughs> twisted it into this story about. Um, about this about a girl singing about a guy and turned it into a you oh, know right. into a big hit like kind yeah. of global hit um, but know. but it's sort of just in terms of yeah i think it's just seeing the story behind that because when you see it on the surface of it it's like you know and everyone would have brought it into it at the time but yeah. for hi- him it was actually taking something you know that personal and and allowing that meaning to which is an amazing thing isn't it but um where it's quite heavy. Of, then means like,
0: something else to other people as well yeah, from yeah. what your initial or, or how you wrote it, knowing that people might take it a complete off down a completely yeah, yeah. Ta- different
1: tangent. But there's also that element of like looking at what's scribbled on your father's gravestone and then just thinking, "Yeah, I, well, I, might, c- I might be able to make a pan note out of it." Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. That was
2: that
0: that one really. He, so, right, so his father committed suicide
2: mm, you mm, I don't where, know what happened
0: that all I've looked is here because be, he? I wasn't aware of it so like, I have think a he died when he was young yeah nine years old he's taken nine suicide. Old, right. so there's out nine years there's an additional layer of darkness there uh, Yeah. You know, because to know the still love him well, you wouldn't have known him that long mm-hmm. you're nine yeah, and, yeah. and what Just and, the whole, and, and holy what, shit what, I've created a monster <laughs> <laughs> That can cause all sorts of frustrations can't it so to think that there could be a degree of even irony in that as well is kind of as that next level of
2: yeah yeah no, that's <sighs> wow to so what is a beautiful song
0: you know yeah right.
2: and yeah which is amazing and i think yeah just the thing of being that you can i mean with his he's kind of um notorious isn't it his character was like mm. really intense. well didn't he's was in he's in prison I was like, he's I in prison now that. yeah yeah what was what, what
1: for mate? um he shot. He shot a woman. Right, oh um, snap! And shot and killed her. You will go down for that. Yeah. His <laughs> friend. Right, he's <frowned> upon, <laughs> he's <but> not. Like, <laughs> I mean, I still feel it's a grey area, but go. I'm sold off, and not. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, it's illegal. Uh, obviously, he famously had all the variety of wigs on him, all the, right. the kind of the, the cult photographs and that. But it's strange because I think he, I think he pulled a gun on Lennon, didn't he, when yeah, they were recording imagine album wasn't it like, he I did think, yeah Jeez. so there's definitely
2: that. stories like that and, and same with Leonard Cohen actually there's some other story that he kind of forced him into making a record he didn't want to make and you know <laughs> cut all these sort of yeah there's a lot there's a lot of stories about Phil Spector I'm, isn't
1: there I mean I remember um he produced Star Sailor he did yeah did he really that was yeah. the last
2: was it the last record before he went
1: into yeah uh, and uh and
2: actually, because the bass player is it the bass player spiritualized in you know, that band? Yeah, the bass. I think that we t- we did some shows with him, and I think it was the bass player was was from was in Star Sailor and right. made that record. So we oh really? Had a chat about, mm. about that, yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember reading some interviews with the some singer's name James. I can't remember. I think so. Uh,
2: what well, of Star oh, Sailor? Oh, right, uh, yeah. Um, and I remember reading some stories
1: because I wasn't particularly a big fan of the band, but I remember like just being a bit fascinated to hear what the production was going to sound like, and yeah. and it to me it didn't sound like it was what I would say spectre esque mm. or, or or whatever. But I guess that's more maybe a sign of the times. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The, I uh, think
2: it's different because as the, a lot of that Phil Spector thing was that. Um, wall of mm. wall of sound you know where where everything was just laid up and actually it was it was kind of designed to work back in the day when people had like mono radios yeah. you know that didn't sound very good and so by like piling up stuff and Having it did strengthen how the recording sounded then, but nowadays oh, right. it's like on what we listen to, it doesn't. Mm. Not to say that those records don't still stand up, but it's like a different. It's a different. Everything's adapted now. you know. Yeah, it's definitely. Like
0: when you when you're DJing and you're playing older records, it's it's kind of a, a yeah, trick, yeah, isn't yeah, like, it? Because you're sort of running a risk of how how is yeah, this coming? Going to
2: stand like, up to a modern kind of bass? Can like, sound like, awful, yeah. so,
0: not awful, yeah. but you know yeah, you yeah. can't fill a club very. The 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 whole, you can't feel it very Sonically, well. The, the production
1: yeah. now is made for that kind of thing, mm, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so yeah. it sounds fuller and, mm. you know, but I do still think, I, I like, think Be My Baby is the greatest record ever made yeah, by yeah. by the mile. And But I also think the middle eight on um, uh, River Deep Mountain High, yeah. where it sounds like someone's set Tina Turner on fire <laughs> and she's just <laughs> yeah, screaming yeah. <laughs> and the. The orchestration on it, it it's, yeah. you can hear it bouncing off the walls yeah, almost, yeah. and and, it's just and fucking well, incredible.
2: Yeah, it's, it's like a life thing, and now with music is like, you the way like the techniques that can be used for everything and recording and is that, and also the, the what is kind of expected out of music when like radio music or whatever to deliver those things. It's not like so much gets taken away from what then there was. You had to. It had to be you know they didn't have the capabilities of doing so many edits and redoing things in isolation and you know yeah. so it was so you had to have real life thing happening yeah, and yeah. nowadays it's rare to hear something that is actually just a real-life moment captured which was the initial thing of like recorded music you know was yeah. just capturing something that happened live and it, but now it's like now not many bands aren't insist right,
0: on you know. that now, do they? You know, no. I they, don't, think they they don't the one capturing
2: right, don't oh. know don't know what they're gonna get. Mm. <laughs> That's yeah. not
1: and so I'm right in saying that you're responsible for lots of production for yeah. Maccabees and and and, and such. Yeah? Yes,
2: later later on, yeah, in the band, yeah. yeah. So the, the last the last record I did and and the one before that was a kind of co thing, but um, but yeah, I kind of built. I guess I was always into production, and it just through through the development of the band, it just became more and more. Like I was able, you know, got to a stage where it was like, okay, yeah, I can I can take this on, now, yeah. you know, and then wow. and then did you feel a weight of
1: responsibility with that?
2: Massively, yeah, massively, especially with the last record. You know, it was a tough record. To make as you can now mm. see as we've split up <laughs> 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 like, for, it was but yeah there was a lot of pressure because uh it's just i mean yeah it was a, a responsibility I, I i felt like at the time making that record from within that band in that situation i you know i really did think at the time it's like Right, I must be in the right place because if this works, like nothing's gonna be as difficult as yeah. this. Yeah. like balancing this um, from a production perspective, and and it was a difficult record to make, and actually a lot of things I've made since with different things have been a lot easier mm. processes. You know, But so, well,
0: there's a lots of layers in that in that in your last record, isn't there? So yeah, how how did you sort
2: of like what do what what packages what programs? What how was you doing that? Well, we kind of we did actually simplify that more than the previous records and tried and tried to kind of give ourselves some limitations with stuff and actually tried to avoid going into too much editing like a a lot of the kind of production thing from my point of view is balancing this thing of use being able to use um like modern music the way everyone uses does music now but Mm. But you, but kind of utilize those things to work in a way that don't spoil the like reality of like we, what we're talking about about right. thing Because actually, there's so much of the way that production works now, and people can use it. So much music is made where it doesn't retain like the real elements of stuff. So it's actually and and becomes quite flat and amazed, sound amazing, you know, and and a lot of pop music now doesn't isn't really about reality anymore. It's not reality. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't listen to it and think you're hearing a bunch of people in a room. You know, <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. know you're not. Yeah. It's not about that. But I guess working with guitar, you know, a lot of kind of in that world still of guitar bands and um, it's yeah trying to find that balance. And that and that Maccabees record was about that really.
1: Just so so with that and you talk about being in a room with, with with other musicians and such like when when you're producing that are you all sitting around the desk or a lot of time you're on your own you know like
2: um, I mean I'd be in first thing and do the Hoover in, <laughs> <laughs> and then, then work all day and then work all night and then maybe sort of to, yeah, get ready for the go and sleep and get ready for the hoovering in the morning. That's for long? No, it was. Uh, I guess I did. It was more hours for me, but you know, but with the Maccabees, everyone's so involved. You know, it was it wasn't a, that kind of clear cut thing. It was yeah. every. It's about everyone. Everyone has really strong opinions and quite, you know, it's, it wasn't like I. It was my vision and mm. that was. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. about. It was more about me being able to make sure that everyone's vision kind of was balanced Came and we actually like that. Yeah. brought that, those things together um, so so in that case yeah everyone's kind of around and um, all the, most of the time really yeah and you know but there are it's, it's different in every kind of different different project you know some projects now it's like you kind of get the rough thing of something and then you you know I'd work on it myself for hours and hours but yeah but with the Maccabees, it was always sort of kind of everyone wants to sit there, and if you know, even if it is everyone sitting on the back of the sofa and constantly making comments about what they don't
1: like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's just the Maccabees, is yeah, it? I yeah, think that's that's pretty much every, the why, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's,
2: how, <laughs> that's how good things get made.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
3: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
1: So, do you want to do um another one on the story behind or do you want to do a misunderstood one
2: let's do miss i want to hear what your misunderstood ones yeah go on what was the
3: one
0: you were thinking
1: of Joe? well initially well i'm going to say yours so i'll let you talk about it because (laughs) your one your one led into my one okay go. so you was gonna in the text you sent me you mentioned every breath you take yeah by the police yeah? yeah yeah um which to a lot of people seems like a beautiful love song and, and 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 I remember I'm a huge R E M fan mm. and um and uh I, I remember um in the early 90s when they just put out a timeout and uh, and I did hear something this week they're doing a bit of press R E M because it's 25 years since Automatic for the people come out, which made me feel old right? as fuck. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, that was 25 years my ago. My constant
0: reminders of how old you are yeah. don't make you feel old enough then. Yeah. They took that. <laughs> I've got to up my game.
1: But, um, <laughs> but I remember seeing an interview with Michael Stipe around sort of 91, I think it was 1991 when, when um, Our came Out of Time come out. He was talking about losing my religion, and, and he said that that was inspired by every breath you take. As right. that he said, there's so many love songs out there that are odious and 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 poorly written, yeah. and uh, and he liked the fact that this was, lose my religion was was this song of total obsession and yeah, like yeah. you know and which, yeah, he's probably not quite as creepy as every breath you take, which is obviously super stalkery and, and yeah, and, and, so, and,
2: and, so what's the crack with every breath you take, Hugo? <coughs> well, it, uh, that it's written about as a stalker basically. So it's like, which is...
0: That does put a dangerous line of edge on to the whole thing, doesn't yeah. it?
2: Yeah. I, mean. I think it, I don't know actually the full... I probably should have found that out. Yeah,
1: I'm not too sure.
0: I could get the lyrics up if we want But he out. also
1: wrote Don't one Stand So Close To Me about when he was a teacher and one of the, the, the girls there was getting a bit amorous and he was like, whoa, and that's what Don't Stand So Close To Me oh, by really? the police is about. Yeah, but not only like... Um, losing my religion oh, it but really
0: is creepy isn't it sorry just going back to every every, day, every single day every word you say every game you play every night you, every night you stay I'll be watching you yeah like, oh.
1: so really... the amount of people that probably had that for their first dance and had no yeah, idea yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, it's it's like, I like the
0: idea one of them did know
1: yeah. 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 so yeah. they were gazing into each other's eyes
0: and one is locking <laughs> the other down for life in a sort of like um, so yeah.
1: um, which Once once I started thinking about losing my religion, um, it then made me think the one I love because this one goes out to the one I love Mm -hmm. and the amount of people Mm. that think that that's this beautiful love song, you know, which is like, you know, the one I love. But Mm. I think the lyrics, um, I think it's the line, um, which which Stipe and and, and Peter Buck have said is, it's a, a. They didn't want to put it out because it was that cutting, and and yeah. Um, this one goes out to the ones I've left behind. Just simple props to occupy my time. <laughs> oh, <And> like, wow, <laughs> that's <laughs> quite mean, hell? isn't it? Yeah, and uh, and when you say burn, the, the the line after that is fire. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, and he said that's one of the, our most misunderstood songs. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, uh,
2: it's weird, isn't it? What people take from some, but I guess that's a, always a thing, isn't it? of People, and kind of what music's for. It's not about. It's got to be open to interpretation. It's, yeah, it's isn't not it? about the understa- It's not about the true meaning of yeah. it. Is it? It's about you take latching onto something. Yeah and making it your own finding thing. something in there definitely like the same way with how you associate bits of music with certain times or like a certain event or whatever so some of them can be
1: more overpowering than the, you know what you uh, you you, you take as the that, meaning of the song
0: that, that event can can make yeah, that exactly. song so much more important we're going to be doing sorry to jump in but we're going to do um, Pip's going to be doing these uh, perfect records where we're going to record where? us going through certain different records that we feel from start to finish we love and in my prep for it, I've gone back because there's about three that me and people have gone. Well, we should do these three together, and so I've been going back through them. And so many of them are like linked to experiences yeah, of my
2: yeah. life. So mm. they they are that individual. So more sort about of, that than the actual. Yeah, music like to an sometimes. extent. Yeah. So
1: yeah. But then you've got to think. You know, if you look at dance music, like you know that obviously you, you can only ingest the the music, and there's no lyrics as such, is there? Often so, not how many times is that Go if you can even remember what you was doing when you was having it large to yeah. that do you know what I mean it's, it's, it's all quite it
0: really that gain is perfect because mm. there are they're, they're baselines in house mm. music songs I'm like why, do mm. I, why is that baseline? why do I like that one particularly more but I mm. can go it was that night there and I was having a particularly good time so yeah, yeah so discredits all the artists it's that got nothing to do with the artists yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. how drunk it's he was <laughs> at the time and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I used to have that with rap music like, my first real Love was hip hop. Was it was quite aggressive hip hop, I guess. So people like Cypress Hill, Ice Cube when he left NWA, bands like The Onyx. I was like twelve listening to those guys, and and there's loads of their songs where I find sense in them. A lot of Cubes ones, and I'm like, well, I don't live in South Central LA, yeah, so how yeah. am I finding meaning in that, like in yeah. some way, shape, or form? But you you do. You find your own yeah. little life lessons in in these songs. It's don't so you?
2: P- like um appealing to the masses isn't it it's like everyone it's something everyone can understand music
1: so it's production yeah. something that you always wanted to get involved with when you, how, how, do you in, how do you ingest your music so generally whenever we have musicians on mm. um, we, we kind of ask that especially if they choose music based top fives and stuff yeah. like if you want to listen to music like what's what's your habit do you can you multitask and, and listen to music or do you just want to headphones um, or
2: just, I, um, it's weird. I mean, uh, probably nowadays it's Spotify. That's probably, um, pretty much everything. I listen to everything on that. Um, and headphones, if I'm listening, like critically. Yeah. all <laughs> oh, right Really? Mm. Usually, unless I'm in the studio with speak, you know, I've got kind of, or, or like, certain height but I listen now I listen to music more you know I'm always listening to that to kind of more than the you know to how it's been made or the production values of it you know
1: do you think that's I like th- kind of is it sport music in any yeah. way for you
2: <laughs> you kind of I think I always found that like um even s- no, it, ha- it hasn't. I can definitely get out of it. I'm not... it feel like you've like seen that. behind the Curtain, though? Yeah, mm. it definitely. But I think being in a band and, like, working out how to write music, that... I remember, like, bands like Interpol and The Strokes that were... When we were starting yeah. as a band, you know, they were the, the bands we looked up to in mm-hmm. the, that were around at the time. And, and I remember learning, you know, trying to, like... Or me and Felix sitting in the bedroom trying to learn you know, hearing this Stroke song, whatever, you know, on those first records that were like incredible, like it just felt like they were so, there was something incredible going on, you didn't know what it was or how to do it or whatever and and you'd kind of learn the guitar part and it would be like one note, you know, one string, you know, we couldn't play guitar that well, but like, when you're like, this is literally just hitting, you just hold that note down and hit it yeah. over and over again like that. So like, and, and it kind of made it, it made it become like, do you know what, actually that's not like... It's, it's like, attainable. You can yeah. do it, yeah. Really, yeah. It's, it's really but when you listen, to you're like, when you listen to music or something kind of takes you away and you don't know how yeah. it works, there's something that's just like, un, yeah, un, totally unattainable yeah. and...
0: Well, that that for, that read... is this it was written. We were talking about that capturing rawness. That was written in si- that was recorded. Sorry, in six weeks, and there was a lot of that was one takes. Yeah, so that's, he didn't that's a want, really yeah. Did not want to yeah keep retaking stuff. He was like no, that's yeah, it. That's a really it. Have it. record.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's it a fucking great record. Fun. That yeah, it's but amazing. I, I I remember they come over and they played Colchester Arts Centre <laughs> really? like before, just as the, as the hype was about to like yeah. proper drop with them. And it was, I couldn't get down to it. And I was just thinking, fucking hell, I'm to play this tiny little gig. It's the fucking Strokes. Do you know what mm. I mean? Uh, have you seen that book that's just come out? Um, mm. Oh, I was my friend last night he's reading it at the moment. Um, oh, what's it called? But it's basically written about that point um, right, in New York end. with oh, okay, um, yeah. Interpol, Strokes, I think yeah, things yeah. Like, cool. like, might even be White Stripes, Bombondis and that whole kind yeah, of, yeah. that New York sort of, scene that was going on and what was coming out of America there and it, it's stuff. meant to be really, brilliant yeah. book yeah
2: that'd be nice yeah a just on these
0: uh lyrics that we we're talking about a mistake that have been mistakenly done um she's got a ticket to ride at well, the Beatles I
2: saw that I did when I was looking <laughs> yeah. up on the internet yeah, yeah. yeah that's quite a dark one that yeah. it? It really because that is really a Song that a lot of people hold very precious, isn't it? yeah, yeah, so they can't spoil it for everyone. Um,
0: so for these guys, thinking cheeky chaps, just thinking that little if, if joyous if, tune. If anyone's about to have their wedding, please, tomorrow, <laughs> or whenever this comes out, just before it. Ticket to the Ride by the Beatles. Um, so actually, back when they were recording um, one of their records, Help, um, in Germany, uh, prostitution was legal. But uh, the girls needed documents certifying clean bills of health. So, a Ticket to Ride is basically saying, yeah, no, she's good in- to go. That interpretation green, of it. Green right? lit, yeah. So, yeah, so for all you folks, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful song. It's S- actually S- about sorry kids. A little bit seedier.
1: I don't think they were riding a lot. I think they were speeding off their chicks for about three years when, yeah, they, yeah. when they were out there. Yeah, there probably weren't a yeah. lot going on down oh. in the pants. Instead of, instead of
0: Hugo's <laughs> top five songs with stories we find a it, Hugo's uh, top ways to ruin songs that you thought yeah. were playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ruin songs for you. It's going to take the edge off your day. Oh, yeah, that's quite good. There's that, another one that's coming. back. What's that one? Um no, it'll come back to me. There's kind a good, of, uh, there's
2: another good Beatles one actually, that mm. um, "Sexy Sadie." You know that yeah. tune Chain. on the White Album, which is which is about um, he John Lennon basically used "Sexy Sadie" as a phrase to replace Maharishi. That was so the song's about Maharishi, and he had kind of by that time turned. Turned against, you know. The, I think they've done all that stuff. They've gone and out and done India that, yeah, yeah, of like, And and did all that thing. And and he kind of decided that actually, this guy was like a fake, and he was kind of doing all this whatever, and thought he was a pervert as well.
1: And really? This,
2: yeah. And then so he and then so wrote "Sexy Sadie," but it's like a really bitter song against yeah. the M- Maharishi. And oh, but actually, that. it's but actually, every it's a song about "Sexy Sadie." Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> Fuck. No. No, didn't
2: I never know. Either, I know. So that's, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've read that a few times like various kind of, time, yeah, things. Okay. Yeah, it's, big, it's hard, things it's hard with these, these things, isn't it? Because yeah. you also don't want to, like, say yeah. something about something. It's like, well, I don't know, maybe it's <laughs> not.
1: <laughs> Another classic one would be Born in the USA, which right. I think Reagan oh, yeah, used that kind of for taken, his campaign, didn't, didn't, he? Yeah. didn't he? And and you know it was the whole fist pumping kind of we we (laughs) love our country
2: taken away from Springs what he wants yeah Yeah. which is all about veterans coming
1: back and being fucked over and it was a complete anti-government you know and and it got took up by the government and used as this Mm. star spangled banner (laughs) that's a
0: big fuck you to the (laughs) artist you want to rebel about it actually we're going to we're going (laughs) to own it and uh, throw it back in your face
1: <clears throat> oh shit. Okay, so should we move on to um uh a story beyond another song.
2: Okay, yeah. So next one I had was uh Bob Dylan Hurricane which is obvious, like quite obvious isn't it that um that the story's about uh Reuben Hurricane Carter, mm-hmm. a, a boxer that and he tells kind of tells who he was charged with murder that he didn't do him, um uh, you know, uh, supposedly because he was black and he was just in the wrong place. And it was all just completely a racist trial, you know, mm. and that's what, but I just think I I chose that just because in terms of putting across a story in a song. I guess there there is a, the story behind it is the real life event of this mm. happening and him, you know, getting put in jail and this whole, and I'm sure there was loads about it at the time, but he, Dylan obviously saw a thing of like I'm gonna put this whole story mm. down, in the in as if it was a perfect newspaper yeah. article that was telling mm. the truth of yeah. what, or what he sees was the truth of it, and just the way that he's you know it's an eight minute song and the way that he's structured the writing of it is like unbelievable. Yeah, and and actually, you get every detail of again, whether it is from Dylan's perspective mm. or whatever, but you get every detail of everything that happened from yeah. the start of that, you know, the scene in which, the place in which it happened, like, the witness accounts. You get all the real people's names that were involved. Yeah. You get um, right through, yeah, to the, like, murder, the arrest, the court cases, the, like, him being in prison. It's just, um, it's like, an amazing thing to be, you know, the way he writes. And I think, and quite recently, there was a film, they did a film that was... Then to Washington, wasn't it? Yeah, that, I, th- I think it was called mm. Hurricane or something. Yeah, it was, know. yeah, it's a great film. But, um, but you know, I, I remember watching that film and, and just thinking in, like, and that's a two and a half hour film, but after watching the film you realise I didn't learn anything that he didn't tell me in that <laughs> yeah. eight, eight minutes. Yeah, you know, that, it's, in that
1: eight, eight minutes, so he got, the, he, that's, he's not edited nothing because the, the attention to detail in the description of, you know, you get someone's life, you know, in in eight minutes, yeah. in detail. There's it's an commitment
0: to that, isn't there? You didn't want to leave anything out. The yeah. fact that he committed eight minutes to a song yeah. in order to and get tra- he he, and he talk was about about a real prospect
1: events. as well, uh, Hurricane. He, he, I think mm-hmm. he got his shot when he came out in the end. I think he yeah. got did he? Not, yeah. He came he come back, back to, 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 to yeah. How to long he come did back he to serve I Can't remember. Off they the top did, of my yeah,
2: they did retrial and and he got out. Yeah, which. Yeah, which kind of makes, you know, and I think Dylan obviously took, he went, he toured it and stuff that, like, I think he did a shot, like, Madison Square Garden kind of like uh, awareness raiser for it and stuff with the song and like, um, which is quite, yeah, it's just an amazing thing to just go, I'm going to fucking take, single-handedly mean, yeah. go and, like, make this thing known, you know, tell everyone talked. this story yeah. of yeah. how twisted this is. I
0: wonder how he got onto it. I wonder how he found out about it. Because he obviously heard and then yeah, I started really that. digging into it and then yeah. felt convicted enough that he wanted to yeah. Yeah. go to
1: that extent. Must have been very late 60s, because he'd kind of S- gone electric, I guess, by then, oh, hadn't he? Seven, 70s, 70, 75.
2: How oh, was it? But uh, I think... He, I mean, he would already done because there were their previous songs, even about boxers. There's a song he did called um, "Who Killed Davy Moore," which was like really early. I don't think he ever really. It was like on a bootleg mm. of something, yeah. but he. It's this. It's essentially this a similar fit this. Well, it's about this story of like who killed this box. Well, a boxer died in a ring called Davy Moore, and he's kind of like debating like. Who's to blame? Because no one took the blame for it, you know. And it was kind of like, was it the other boxer, or was it the referee, or was it that didn't stop the fight, yeah. or was it the people that like yeah, people that held the event, yeah. Yeah, the promoter? Um, you know, that's but that's so it's kind of, and I guess Dylan was kind of already known for protest songs, yeah. And like yeah. that And, um, but yeah, that's I mean, it's an incredible song, isn't it? You a big, big Dylan fan? Massive Dylan fan. Yeah, I've kind of I've grown up. Me and both my brothers, just been Dylan fans from day one. Really, is that and parents' that,
0: influence, mate? Yeah, I
2: think we we definitely grew up listening to Dylan, and just and then I guess with Dylan, it for us it's just constantly unravelled, and it's something that you can continually, continually be amazed by, like certain things, and even to what he's doing. That you know, he's still actually mm. making, un, and as much as people say going to see him live he mumbles and he doesn't you know and he doesn't play the songs properly and all that it's actually like we love that (laughs) we kind of like love the fact that he's doing it but he's not gonna let you know he's gonna play the hits but he's not gonna play them like you know him. he's gonna make sure that you can't tell what song it is (laughs) (laughs) and it's like you know, because he could do, he could come out and just play, play yeah, tunes like they were like originally, and, and that's what people want. But he does, he's like, he's playing this sort of long game of being a difficult yeah. person. Yeah, and it's actually quite, um, quite amazing to watch. <laughs> Favorite Dylan track? Oh, that is really tough. Um,
1: I'm not going to hold it to you. Go on top of your head. Uh,
2: that is really difficult. Uh I mean favourite record no, I dunno I... <laughs> it's too difficult. <laughs> what is my favourite Dylan track?
0: You might need like a year and then come back to for yeah. your top five. <laughs> I think like
2: Forever Young was oh, yeah. yeah, I think and even like both versions I loved the way that it had yeah. a slow version and then an upbeat version. Yeah. And it kind of like completely pulled on the like emotions of it. And um
1: but what is my favourite dinner song? I'll let you off, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I might come back. I might come back <laughs> to you later on. Um, okay, so you've recently done Pip's podcast as well. I have, yeah. All right. So that that was quite <laughs> weird. It was like because often was, was sitting there with Chris, and I said, "Who should we have on?" And I was sort of thinking, "Right, who've I got in my phone that that might that might be up for doing it? That you know, as, as this." Got a good story, and and, you know, and I've you know, that I know that I can have a chat with and not be because the first time I remember having a chat with you was at the Brighton gig. Um, and you told me then that you liked I am Clute.
2: Oh, yeah, and then and I was
1: like, I've met someone else that likes I am Clute, (laughs) and uh, and yeah, because none none of my pals are really into it, and uh, and yeah. You, uh, I remember sitting there talking about I'm Clute for ages. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so it's
2: then, rare to find a, a fellow I'm Clue. Yeah,
1: enthusiast. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, then no, Pip just went, um, you know, some of the Maccabees, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, I said, I've not seen him for a while. And he was like, oh, I've got, um, I've got Hugo coming on the podcast, and I was like, I would do like. Remember me to him. Like, it'd be good and like and and then he. Shoe says hi. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, um Yeah. So how did it go with Pip on the, yeah, on the really podcast? Good. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's I mean, because I listened to that podcast, so it's it's quite weird. Um, yeah, like do, doing it, with me. but he's, uh, he's such a lovely guy. And he's, nice. yeah. he's don't fall for it,
0: <laughs> mate. <laughs> <laughs> like smoke and mirrors, mate. For that it's, sociopath it's
2: nice. <laughs> It's not exactly, you know, he just taught He's good at talking, and it doesn't really. You're not stuck at a dead end with it. You just, yeah. you just sit and talk, and yeah, the job's done. You know, yeah, <laughs> he's the podfather. He does. I mean. he, yeah, he's the podfather. He?
0: <laughs> Thrown that one out there. Uh, yeah, he is. He's 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 coming to his own with it as well. I think he's getting better and better at the old, like you know, yeah. being a host and whatnot. And, yeah. Uh, and, and stimulating just genuine conversations so yeah. it'd be good I think we're going to release these all around the same time as well yeah I so. think so I think yeah.
1: the idea was to kind of like yeah put them out around the same time Trouble whammy yeah yeah
0: but I was, asked, I was saying to you, was he carrying around his big yellow sort of yeah, podcast yeah. case? You yeah. can
2: tell he's been doing it for for years, can't you? With that yeah, that old case set up. Yeah, it's a heavy That's
0: old case. I tell you, like it'll, it'll cut that across halfway across London.
1: When I, was, I, was, I was driving up here today, and I was thinking, like, I wonder how that come about. Like, how did you know, Pip or whatever? And Dan Lassac remixed. No kind words, didn't he? He did, yeah. Lot. Um,
2: which was yeah probably well probably longer. Yeah, yeah. I, don't even yeah. Know. Oh, I just words, completely like, forgot. Mm. I just
1: thought Dan remixed that, didn't he? I haven't uh, heard that. I think.
2: Mean. yeah, we. I don't it's think it's a I bit drum and bassy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's right. quite. That was and it was around the time where it's like I remember the like labels and stuff being so into this idea of having like a kind of dancey remix of of all the tunes.
0: Well, Block Party did very, very well, well with that. Was Silent Alarm? Because uh, right, so, yeah. Russell's always been, we've you know had Russell one, and he's always been a, he's liked his dance music as well, and uh, yeah, so they remixed the entire all of Silent Alarm, didn't mm. they? That, that oh, was pretty yeah. pretty good,
2: yeah. I think yeah, it was probably from even it was probably quite alien to us because mm. I don't think any of us were necessarily into like yeah dance music at the time, but I remember that being a good one.
1: I'm sure I and Clute never had any dance no, really. No, I no, no, didn't no, need no, them. Yeah, did. Or Dylan. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> There's still time for Dylan to oh, make oh, another concept album. <laughs> Dylan drum and bass
0: tracks out there. <laughs> well, there you have it, part one.
1: Wasn't it good? How did it go? How did it go? We, we don't, don't know. know. No, no, no. Hopefully it went well. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I. Hey, Chris, why are you talking like a children's TV presenter?
0: I'm just uh, auditioning
1: for a new. Uh, Roll. It's yeah. like you're auditioning for Fats and Smalls. <laughs> hey! What's, what's wrong, wrong with you? Um, We'll keep this brief. Hope you like that. Part two is even better. We assume. We assume. And... Um, Go click subscribe if you haven't yeah. already, because
0: we don't threaten people yeah. anymore, do we? No. You fucking better click subscribe, you dirty you fucking slags. Give
1: us five stars, but be really horrible to us. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast.